Hi, everybody. Welcome to Total Spot Fest. I'm Jamie. That's JJ. And we have a special guest, the owner and operator of Second Wrestling, the great Rambino. Rabino. I said Rambino, like Rambino. Rambino. <laughs> Rambino. Jeremy Fine. Yeah. If you keep uh, saying it, it'll get better, Jamie. Just keep saying it, you know? <laughs> it, it had it, it, it on lock until I literally just did it. Jamie, you're close because it is a pun or a reference to the great Ram, uh, Bambino. Uh, oh, Bambino, that's where I was. They yeah. wrote the Sandlot. And when I was coming up with a name for this blog, uh, you know, big Sandlot fans, and, you know, when they go, the great Bambino. So that's where it comes from. Yeah. Nice. It's, it's a stellar reference. And we do want, <laughs> Thank do, you. Do want to welcome you. This is our, this is our first man of the cloth on uh, Total Spot Fest. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I am a pastor's kid. My, my father is a reverend doctor, but an cool. actual rabbi with us here who is a wrestling promoter. How awesome is that? So uh, thank you, Jeremy, from Second yeah. Wrestling for giving us some of your time. We appreciate it. Glad to be here. Uh, yeah, no, those are all, so far all true statements. So uh, sounds good. We'll try to keep them all true. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll get we'll get into like the untruths later on. So you know, just yeah. just, just for juicy gossip lore. So. Yeah, yeah. So one of the things I would like to open up with is I would love to hear about second wrestling. Um, I know based off like easy twittering and and the Facebook, uh, able to find that you are. Um, used to be with uh, First Wrestling, or you're very close with First Wrestling, and it looks like this was an offshoot. So if you can kind of tell us your story, because it's, it's like a cool story. Yeah, sure. So, um, yeah, as you said, I'm a rabbi. Uh, I've been a wrestling fan my whole life. <clears throat> you know, Rick Rude, Mr. Perfect, The Rockers. Used to go with my father. Uh, sort of left it a little bit, came back to it in high school. <clears throat> was sort of on my own. My best friend eventually came... Um, came on board with me. Actually, I just told that story. I called into Cole Cabana's uh, new podcast. So if you uh, listen to Wrestlers Anonymous, uh, that story was just told by the best friend. Anyways, so I kept watching it through college and uh, eventually, but I never went to an indie show. You know, WWE, I think I went to one WCW show. I did watch ECW and that kind of stuff. And long short of it, my wife bought me tickets as a surprise to a show in Chicago. We went had the best time. I fell in love with it. Um, besties in the world were on that show. Colt Caban yeah. was on that show. Great, just a great, great show. And, and I was telling people about it. And a few of my congregants were very interested in the show. And they said, we should do a show at the synagogue. I said, that's crazy. They said, no, let's do it. We'll all come. <laughs> and I said, well, I've been known to do some out-of-the-box thinking. Let's try it. And we decided to do it. Um, we, we were going down the path with someone. It wasn't working out called uh, Colt Cabana, who uh, I've known for a while. Colt said, if you're going to do wrestling in Minnesota, you do it with Eric Cannon. And he was right. And so we came together for a show. We you know, had a really good showing at the door. Uh, our second show in a blizzard on a Wednesday in Minnesota sold out 400-something tickets. So we knew we had something special. Uh, his brand, uh, if you've ever been to Wrestlepalooza, which is one of the best shows that there is. If you ever get a chance to go to Minnesota for a wrestling show, go to Wrestlepalooza. You will thank me later. Um, But they were looking for some new audiences. So the synagogue uh, has a beautiful space to use, you know, lots of room for the wrestlers. Um, 
And we built something really special. Even during the pandemic, we were able to keep the wrestlers safe and the, and the audience safe, which indoors, which a lot of people weren't doing. Um, and then eventually I, I departed from Minnesota and uh, came to Chicago and started up my own thing. Second is both a homage, pays homage to, uh, to first wrestling, but also to the second city, Chicago. So second wrestling, okay. that's where the name comes from. Yeah, I, I got it. I, I, when I first saw it, I mean, it hit me uh, as, you know, the second city, right? So second city, second city, second wrestling. Yeah. Um, I didn't quite uh, get all of the, the tie-ins, you know, until digging a little deeper. But I think that's super awesome. Um, you know, so how, and I know that second wrestling itself has been up and running uh, since September, I believe. Is that correct? Uh, we officially became a company, I believe, in October. Okay. Um, and we've been we've only had one show. It was in December, uh, near sellout. Uh, we had a 220 person venue. I think we sold 208. Nice. Uh, nice. So we were very close to that number, um, and it was a great show. Uh, Cole, the you know the main event was Cole Cabana and Darren Corbin, uh, and we also the opening show was Eric Cannon Warhorse, which just set the tone for what we're <laughs> going to be doing. Um, you know we had just we had some new faces to Chicago, Corey O'Neill, who's out in Texas, who's you know uh, you know paying his dues, and you know, we had him on the show. Shane Black, who's up in Minnesota, also his first time in Minnesota, and then we had some really great women wrestlers on the show with Blair Onyx and Billy Starks, Billy oh. who's in our, our tournament, uh, Sierra, uh, Free Range Kara. So it was a great mix of talent from all, mostly around the Midwest and had a great opportunity to show sort of our brand, which may feel similar to fans of second wrestling because they're going to, uh, first wrestling, excuse me, because they're going to see some of those same oh. faces. And also to Chicago, but it's going to be a mix of some of the highlights, mostly of the Midwest, and then other acts who sort of fit in our in our brand. Okay, yeah, we got something similar. So in here, Jamie and I are both we're in Kansas City, and yeah, you know, actually our, wearing the Trudy Pro shirt. He's wearing it. Yeah, <laughs> our, our 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 signature. We have we have a couple of local promotions here, but the one that we've been going to the most has been Journey Pro over the years, and they're loosely associated, kind of in a similar fashion with St. Louis Anarchy. There's a lot of commonality between the ownerships and Matt Jackson, who runs St. Louis Anarchy, and you know Walter and DJ and uh, Chris and Hartzell that run uh, Journey Pro. So it's kind of a similar scenario where you see sort of same faces and different faces coming in from outside. So I think it's a really unique thing. I, I you know, you guys, you gotten back into in you got into indie wrestling via your wife, recent, you know, not not too distant future, and you know, I, I you probably have seen a little bit of that, especially when thinking about making your own promotions, about some of the territorialism of indie promotions, right? And how you know, I, I'm not a big fan. We talked with some with uh, some 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 wrestlers in the past about that, but you know, I think it's kind of cool that you know you don't really have you have an association while still being different. That's cool. Yeah, I think we're really open to working with other companies. Um, first of all, so far, you know, our first show ran on, on another day that there were two other shows in Chicago, which was, and we were all, uh, I was in contact with one of the promoters. It was very nice. Actually, one of the wrestlers worked his show as well. Oh, came okay. to our show and asked to be bumped up in the car to make both. And, and we did. We, we, you know, we said, you know, we want the, want the wrestlers. You know, I have a, the formula that I'm using is not, so it, it, it might sound like rocket science, but it's not. 
You keep the fans happy, you keep the wrestlers happy, you keep the venue happy, um, and you keep um, your sponsors happy, and everyone wins. Um, yeah. You know, you don't go into independent wrestling um, to make tons of money. <laughs> no, you not. <laughs> but you get in it for the love of what you're doing and learning. Uh, I, I do believe I'm a student of this. Um, I'm lucky to have some people in the business who have really helped me along. And, you know, we would be very open to working with lots of places, you know, uh, ACW in, in Wisconsin, uh, we could see ourselves working with and, and um, Glory Pro, obviously first wrestling, we've already had a match. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some people in Chattanooga who we've spoken to. So, oh, okay. so we're open, we're open to sort of, you know, once we crown a champion, if, if we can be there, we're also potentially Mania Weekend looking to put some of our wrestlers or, or even our belt on some of those shows if we can so that, uh, you know, we think it's good for everything. We, we and, and wrestling's just so interesting right now that why not? Why, why, would, we, why would we limit ourselves? Yeah. Um, and you, as long as our brand is kept solid, you know, for we're not going to run shows monthly. Uh, at least not for a long time because of my full-time job. I, I just have too many people to take care of, right? Mm-hmm. So so we're going to do our best to, to create content, put a match on other shows if we can to allow, when we do, as we do have those uh, fans and build that base, they get excited for the next show because they've also seen us other places. Okay. That's cool. And then speaking of your brand, and I think this is... I think this is a dying breed, honestly, in, in the world of wrestling. Right now, you are running family-friendly. And I want to talk, like, what was that decision? I mean, obviously, I, I have an assumption, but I obviously want to hear. And then, like, is there plans to maybe break from that? Or you want to stay in that core of family-friendly? Yeah, so we're not just family-friendly. We are kid-friendly, which is very different. Um, that doesn't mean that adults won't love our show. They very much will. Um, you know, everyone wants, I think everyone wants to see Eric Cannon and Warhorse tear it down. Uh, everyone yeah, good match is a good match, yeah. Exactly. Um, but what we do differently for the kids, uh, so we we have raffles going on where you could uh, win to ring the bell for a match. You could cool. uh, win a signed poster. We handed out toys when different characters came out. Um, that kids got really interested, really involved in, and it also has me playing a different role. Um, the wrestlers are understand the audience that they're playing to, and who we bring in is also very. That doesn't mean you won't see the Carver on our show. Uh, it just means you will see him maybe in a different way in which you've seen him on other shows. Same thing with Eric. The, the likelihood that you're going to see. Two guys in the middle of, the ring, of our ring drinking beer, not going to happen probably, but you will see us drinking Powerade if they want to sponsor. Um, so, you know, how we can do it, and we have a lot of other ideas that, yeah, uh, a lot of other ideas that we're working in slowly to the show. I think the coolest thing that we did at the first show was that we had a, uh, a, a table. Um, you remember those old school sort of uh, like um, cards that you would get, not like playing cards, but like you'd get a sheet with like who's on, who's wrestling who, like the match cards. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Like all, all, you know, you don't see them as much anymore. No. So in a, to a way to get the rest, the people to know who all these wrestlers were, new fan base, we hand those out and we put them on a table for kids with a box of crayons, and whichever kid drew the coolest um, venue or coolest coloring got 
free tickets to the next show. And so there was, you know, that's cool. Those out. So to make, you know, the, the matches might be a little shorter because the attention span of a child is a little shorter. Although our attention spans today are also shorter, but that's a different commentary. <laughs> so, you know, you'll see a lot of that. I do believe at some point we will do a, what we'll call like parents night out, which will be a little racier. Uh, Maybe more like your so, standard indie show sort of. Yeah. Thing, you know, yeah, along those exactly. Lines. Yes. Okay. You know, but, um, We'll be meticulous when we do that and how we do it, but until until we really sort of bring the excitement to these families, you know, I think where I live specifically, there's a lot of structured play. You know, you go to your sport, you go to your music lesson, you go to mm-hmm. your dance lesson, and I believe like kids need to have imaginations, and so one of the reasons we have a kid friendly show uh, is because I bonded with my daughters over this. Uh, they didn't pick up football with dad on Sunday as much as I would have liked. Uh, they love baseball for the hot dogs, but like in wrestling, they can sort of dream and imagine with me. And there's the impetus for doing, you know, a show like this. Yeah. And, and as a father of four, um, he has, he has four daughters, four daughters, all daughters. Um, I appreciate this a lot because I mean, GCW's for me, you know, um, MLW for me, you know, we, we just got back hard. yesterday from uh, we went to Pro Wrestling Revolver and it ended with you know Deathmatch as the main event. Yeah, so yeah, that's more for me. It's like I don't have that with the kids, and like I have I have one daughter who's an avid wrestling fan. She's also a, an athlete, so like to your point, plays softball competitively, has hitting lessons and all this stuff. And then my youngest is, is six and she's dying to go. And it's like, I want to take you, but I can't take you to this one because there's going to be lots of blood and stuff. I don't know if you're all ready for that, you know? So I appreciate this type of, of, of old school, you know, family friendly, especially to your point, kid friendly. It's really yeah, great. It's hard to get kids. And I, I don't have any children. And I feud with Jamie's old, uh, old daughter that's an athlete because we, we compete for a fake belt that we made for pay-per-view picks. And she beats me all the... My Christmas present was a framed picture of her with all the belts um, because she <laughs> just beats me left and right. Uh, but, you know, it's like... I think it, it was so easy... Because we were all around the same age. It's so easy for us to kind of get involved in wrestling because it was very singular at the time, back in the 80s and early 90s, right? It's on TV. You had, you had, you had, you know, you had Monday night, and then you had Saturday night main event. If you lived in the right area of the nation, you got to see kind of that Saturday mid-morning or that late morning uh, mid-south, you know, on Turner, you know, which is where I got introduced to Ric Flair when I was 11 years old and fell in love with Southern wrestling. You know, but now it's so with the internet and everything out there is a different world and going to it. It's, you know, it's, it's kind of an interesting way to get people into wrestling at a young age, but also like, I, I think that's awesome. Give them a thing to do because you can't really take kids to a, if you can, but you gotta just be exposed. They're getting exposed to the F word and blood and boobs and whatever else for three hours. And if you're cool with that, well, that's your parenting style, but you know, I think it's awesome. You know, we, we so my girls have been to a SmackDown, an NXT show. I mean, they've obviously been to my shows, but and then they they went to AEW. Okay. And to be honest with you, like, well, I'm very into AEW. They were not. 
Um, you know, I, we were we were in Chicago when mm-hmm. um, that 20 minute, you know, uh, talk off between uh, CM Punk and MJF. And I am loving it. And it, my kids are like, this is so boring. They're using bad <laughs> words, you know, and I realized and then I went to Raw and I realized how much my kids love seeing Charlotte. They even love the firecrackers when Goldberg came out. I mean. They love these yeah. things. It's a different product, and that's okay. And um, you, you can have a different flavor. So I will. The offer is to you. Uh, if you want to bring the kid, you call me. Let me know. We'll we'll figure out the tickets. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's a, a little, little bit of a drive. It is. Drive. We make a, it's Chicago. You can make a whole weekend of it. Well, we, oh, we, we we will be up in Chicago for sure. So we started last year. We went to um, uh, All Out Weekend, and yeah, we. We did, we did a little bit of it, but this year we're definitely making it a longer trip because we missed at least four or five other things that we wanted to do while we were up there. So yeah, um, we're definitely going to make it a whole thing. Um, but speaking of Chicago, uh, where whereabouts, in, uh, you have a video on YouTube, kind of your introduction about who you are, what Second Wrestling is, and you mentioned North Shore, so you're on the north side of Chicago, is that correct? Yeah, we're, we're in the north suburbs. So right now, our first two shows, because the venue has been such a great partner, have been in Northbrook, Illinois. Okay. Um, yeah, but we'll serve, you know, Highland Park, Deerfield, Vernon Hills, Arlington Heights, um, uh, Buffalo Grove. Uh, these are all suburbs that actually no one's really playing. Um, mm-hmm. According, you know, when we talk to Cole Cabana, some other people in the area, no one's really, like Matt Nix and others, no one's really playing up here. Um, so that's good that, you know, we're sort of in our own element. Um, and there are certainly venues who, who we've reached out to where negotiations for other shows, you know, just the first venue has been just such a great partner that going back, you know, literally the day after the show is like, when's number two. And when, when yeah, a venue is excited great. about that, how do you... How do you turn that down? Right? That, 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 that's, right. that's, not, that's a great yeah. situation to have. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I, 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 you know, the hard part for us would be if we did go to the city, let's say, because I live in the suburbs, unlike, you know, the promoters who are in the city, like I would, you know, to promote the show and to make connections, I'd have to be out there all the time. Ooh, and yeah. it's not that it's that far, but in Chicago traffic, it could be. It's however long it's going to take. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no, there's, so that was only um, an hour and a half drive. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Every day for for a two minute meeting. Been so there, I you know, yeah. So you know, I could see us one day. You know, really, maybe if we could come to you know come to a situation where, like you said, all out. There's a lot of different shows running, and we're just one of them. Great. Then then I'm open to it. But right now, it seems most. Why not? You know canvas this area do our best to to do our to do well here and then see if we can take it elsewhere and i'm also open to going to other states we we've talked to uh you know i don't i don't know that it's going to happen but you know we've talked to some people in dallas who think we could partner with you know very much so wrestlemania the next wrestle next year 2023 i i think there will be a likelihood that there will be a second wrestling show in la i think that is a spot in which uh, my connections out there would be, you know, great. Um, it's WrestleMania weekend in California. All the wrestlers will be there, so I don't have to really fly anyone in. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I could see us very easily doing a show uh, next year. I mean, this is a little premature for us. We've only 
than one show. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's good good to think ahead, and you know, those are definitely yeah. you know that, for indie for independent wrestlers uh, that you know it, it's become two now because there's always has been WrestleMania week was the thing, right? Like I'm a, I'm gonna be in Tampa, or New York, L.A., Chicago, Dallas, wherever wherever WrestleMania is, right? And you'd have like eight shows going on, right? You know, and it's, I know it's been morphing a little bit, and then now there's the WrestleMania week, and there's also All Out week starting to become like that too, you know. So it it makes a lot of sense, you know, to kind of do that. Uh, just a side note, we do have some guys in Kansas City that we could uh, get you in touch with, FYI. Yeah, please do. Please do. We'd love to. We're, we're really very much open to partnering as long as it makes sense. We're going to crown a champion on March 6th. Oh, uh, cool. Most likely, most likely the tournament will be over. Um, and, uh, you know, we, we've had a lot of uh, um, card subjects to change for this tournament already. So, we, you know, uh, Trevor Outlaw, who we're very excited about, uh, you know, towards MCL is ACL. So oh, he did. Right before the turn, yeah. So he's out. We've seen him bit, live. So. He's excellent. Yeah. Yeah, he's excellent, and uh, he's done some backstage stuff for us. But he, uh, you know, unfortunately got scrapped from the show. We get replaced him with Warhorse, and so we're we're learning quickly. Um, and also, you know, even the first the re- match we had at second wrestling at first wrestling, second wrestling at first wrestling. That sounds confusing, but it happened. Uh, it was a it was a 10-man battle royal, and the winner uh, leaving. And uh, there were, you know, there was a small COVID outbreak. So some some of the people who were in that match also. I mean, so they're just it's been subject to change, and I'm learning that on the fly, I guess. And uh, hopefully, uh, it, we'll get a champion sooner or later, so that we can start <laughs> promoting it a different way. So, yeah, that's a, actually a great segue because I would love to talk about your next show, March six. It's called Flood Zone. Yeah. So as a like you said, you're a preacher's kid, so all of the shows will likely have some sort of biblical reference. That's going to okay. be the rabbi and me. The first show is creation. People are like, oh, it's so creative because it's your first one. I'm like, yeah, but it's also because also the first that's the first thing in the Bible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the first day, yeah. right? And so then, what happens after? First you know, word. yeah. So we were we actually had we were the, the other idea for the show, but unfortunately, as I mentioned uh, to you guys before, that AEW is running a show. Uh, we very much would love to have Serpentico. We've only heard the best things about him come, um, and I'm just uh, maybe I'm name dropping that because we do we're putting it out to the universe that it happens. And, and I have this idea that, you know, I had this idea that we'd call it the Serpent's Garden, right? But since he's not there, um, uh, yeah, what happens next? The Flood. So it's Flood Zone and played around with different ideas around the Flood or the Ark, et cetera. So, you know, people are like, oh, I'm, now I want to see all these shows because it'll be... And I'm like, yeah, there's going to be some biblical themes in it. Otherwise, like, what's the point of me, do, you know, the rabbi doing all these besides losing money, right? So, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah it's, you know, it's, like, it's not necessarily, this isn't a, this isn't a God-themed evening, but it doesn't mean you oh. can't have religious kind of tones because they put on by a rabbi at a synagogue. Yeah, that kind of makes sense, right? Yeah, our, yeah, our shows are not at a synagogue. Oh, so, that one, so only that first one. Okay, I got what you're saying. No, they're at a synagogue for first wrestling. First wrestling, I that's was the rabbi. Is. Okay. They are not at the synagogue where I am now in Chicago because our ceilings are way too low. Uh, that's the <laughs> biggest reason. Uh, this is at a Jewish that. community center, which is like a YMCA. Uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, so there's one in Kansas City uh, in Overland Park. 
Yep. So, yeah, it's very nice. Yeah. Big. It's huge. Yeah. So, you know, That'd there's... a great place I, for Journey Pro. <laughs> yeah, we're not we're not against doing that. You know, I think for us, it's like, where do the fans want to see what are unique venues that give us different mm-hmm. ways to uh, be creative? Um, yeah, there won't... You know, there will be times in which, because of who I am, we're going to have potentially two Jewish wrestlers face off and have a Jewish Heritage Cup or something like that. Um, you know, representation is important. No, mm-hmm. representation is important. Um, you know, we have a lot of um, this. This came up a lot over the last couple of years, and oftentimes I do feel that like Jews are left off that. Even though you know people will be like, "That's not true." You have Paul Heyman and MJF and Cole Cabana. I'm like, all right, the list you know starts waning after that. But there, but there, <laughs> in, there are you know Macho Man, D. Malenko, Kelly Kelly, uh, Victoria. I mean, there's a handful, and they're great. But how do we? Um, you know, create uh, that's not, and the rabbis in the show, which is probably enough, right? So, no, the shows won't be biblical in any way or religious in any way. This is open to anyone. But what it does do is create conversations like that's your rabbi, he's enjoying life and not just sitting and studying and preaching all day, and right, you know, yeah. like he's he has interest in, and he wants people to talk. I mean, the, the biggest thing and the biggest lesson I learned from first wrestling when we did the show in the synagogue, how many people met a rabbi for the first time? How many people stepped foot in the synagogue? And um, how many questions were asked and in an appropriate way? And in a world, especially what we just saw in Texas, in a world where people don't know each other and don't talk, yeah, we we got to open those doors for conversations. we got to meet new people. Yeah. And wrestling is one of the best <clears throat> platforms to do that. Well, I think it's, I you agree. know, absolutely. I mean, I know growing up, you know, as we talk about, you know, uh, in, in, in the same, you know, as a pastor's kid, you know, I remember I had friends over for dinner, just for example, you know, I'd be talking to my dad, like a dad. And, you know, I'd say something, you know, I'd be like, oh, dad, I can't talk to them. They're full of shit. And you can't talk to a pastor like that. Like, <laughs> that's my dad, you know? And it's like, I know a lot of people who aren't Jewish hear the word rabbi and they see a guy in a black suit with the curly bangs and the big white beard right you know and it's like you know i i i through my father i've known you know rabbis and jewish families before and everything and it's to me it's nothing out of the ordinary but i know that you know the kind of perception is one thing but i think that's awesome because like you said yeah there are those in wrestling who are very proud of their jewish heritage but the, yeah that list is on tv very short but I think it's awesome to kind of just have that. This is not just a certain thing. Just like, you know, and yeah, I want, don't want to diverge, but kind of talking a little bit like about Jonathan Gresham, you know, this past weekend uh, had a you know, terminus, which let's be honest that, you know, that's a, in Atlanta, it's a, it's a black run promotion with a lot of black things. You know, it's wrestling isn't just, you know, this built into a box anymore. And I kind of like that idea. It's one of the reasons that we love Journey Pro so much is it's not so much about, you know, the the standard, you know, this is what a wrestler is. This is what a wrestling promotion or a wrestling show is. So I think it's awesome to do something a little bit different. Even, you know, like I said, titles titles of names themed after by biblical events. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> if, even, you know, if... Even if if five people have a, a different perspective on the world and a better one, or can ask me questions and feel comfortable, and it does happen, right? I put out a statement um, 
uh, on Saturday or Sunday morning uh, on our Twitter page about, um, you know, Second Wrestling did it as, there's a statement from Rabbi Fine about what happened. And I, I, I'm not big on making wrestling political. I don't, I don't want to use it as a platform sure. for me to preach. I have plenty of people to preach to. But, like, if the owner of the promotion is a certain way, and very much all I'm asking for is so that people have dialogue. Um, and I think that's been the beauty of the wrestlers I've gotten to know. Uh, a lot of them will only call me rabbi. It's hilarious. And I'm like, no, no, no. Like, you don't have to call. I'm not your rabbi. But, you know, a lot of them do. And, um, you know, I was in Minnesota when, when the George Floyd events were happening. And I reached out to a lot of them and, and, and just told them, you know, if you, I don't know where your pastors are today. I don't mean that in a bad way. I don't know. I literally do not know. So if you need clergy just to vent... Like, I'm here for you, cool. and I want them to know that. And so, yeah, well, I'm, you know, it's a new element. Flood Zone is just a, another, I think, step for us. It's fun. Who do, this is the easiest one to do because it's, it's really easy. When you're teaching Bible, you start the kids, you start creation, and there was a flood and an ark and all these animals. So makes <laughs> sense for us. Well, I would, I would argue, I think the easiest one to be would be when you have your, uh, your parents' night. You can call it an introductory study of Sodom and Gomorrah. <laughs> That would be a very racy show. Um, yeah. It's, it's, an, it's an introductory study. It's not yeah, let, let's, put, let's put it this way. What do they say in the wrestling uh, business? Never say never. Right? <laughs> I thought that'd be funny. All right. Yeah. So let's let's talk the card. Let's talk the yeah. card for a flood zone. So um, last I saw... Change. Yeah, you have Eric Cannon going on in, in your tournament uh, uh, for the champion. And you also had Billy Starks going up in the is it a women's title as well no it's all one our, our team oh, it's all one open to, to oh yeah the intergender, intergender. Uh, okay cool. i think over time i uh, i don't think we'll have a men's and a women's i think we'll just have one heavyweight championship belt. um but i hope to add either a second belt or tag and or tag team belts okay eventually uh, i have a really what i believe is interesting idea to have uh tag team belts um in, in a way that I think isn't done, um, but I'm going to save that in my back pocket uh, for, for a later day. You got to so, subscribe to him and follow for more for that, y'all. <laughs> yeah, so we'll, uh, <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll, we, I think eventually we'll have tag team belts, and I'm excited about those. Um, and so, uh, yeah, we're right now we're going to crown champion. So it's Riley Jackson was the winner uh, at, over at First Wrestling when we, ha- when we were part of their show, and he, he's a... Uh, really up and comer in the Minnesota area. If you don't know Riley Jackson, this is a great opportunity to come see him while you're in Chicago uh, wrestle. And he and Billy will, um, it's going to be a great match. I do not believe they've ever gone one-on-one with each other. Um, And then um, Eric Cannon will be wrestling, not Matt Raywalt, who did qualify. We're going to give Matt an eventual opportunity at that belt because uh, unfortunately, he is at Impact Tapings. Uh, well, fortunately for him, he's at Impact Tapings. Unfortunately yeah. for us, he's at Impact <laughs> sure. Tapings. And uh, so, we, you know, we just announced, uh, this is airing next week, right? Yeah. Okay, if it's next week, former ROH uh, wrestler Dak Draper will be his replacement. So we're we, love Dak. Dak. We, we love Dak. We love Dak. 
Yeah. We followed well, Dak ever since he was in. Uh, he was here in Kansas City doing NWL for a, a good spell, and yes, that's awesome. He's one of the good ones for sure. Love me, like, some Dak. If I could just wax poetically about him for just a second, just so you know <laughs> what kind of person you're getting in this guy. Legit, every time we've seen him, I met him one time, and he remembered who I was. Asked me how I was doing everything, and I was just blown away. And then every time I see him, and he's always been one of the nicest people I've ever met. Um, no, you got a good one there. I I am uh, excited. Quinn's had to pull Dak him Graham away. Awesome. Like like you've been. We, we need we need to leave. You can't say you, you're saying hi to everybody. We need to. He's fantastic. So that that's I, awesome. I, I don't know that he's going to be so nice to Eric Cannon. If uh, oh no no, oh, no, no bro, what's that bell ring? Is different. <laughs> Boy can go. Yeah, we saw a, a amazing match between him and frontman Jossie at Journey oh, Pro. It was so good. It yeah. tore the house down. It was so good. And I saw that. I mean, at first wrestling, Joss frontman's been there a few times, and he is just charismatic as I'll get out. That yeah. match just tore the house down, and you got a good one for sure. Yeah, first I believe is you know Jaws in Minnesota. That's his it's his uh, home promotion. He, you know, I've seen him on. 10 shows minimally um also mm. yeah he can absolutely go and he he was uh the second to last eliminated in that uh over the top battle royal so he did have a shot um it was really a, an incredible battle royal and rennie d and uh riley jackson shane black who had already been at oh, okay. um, our, our, our promotion um uh heavy metal lore if you've never seen him he came back uh he was not he hadn't wrestled since the pandemic started so it was a heavy, really great, um, you know, 10-man over-the-top battle royal. Ooh. And Riley, Riley earned it and, you know, used <laughs> some leverage uh, to, to get to get Earned it in a way, we'll say. <laughs> yeah. Let's just say he's coming to second wrestling and, and wrestling for the title. That's it. That's so are those going to be semifinals then? And then you'll have yeah, the finals later Yeah, that will be semifinals. Uh, the plan is to have finals later that day. Although, okay. as you know, card is always subject to change. But yeah. yes, we I probably... love when I love do, when promotions do that. I think that's great. Yeah, and um, you know, the, the, you know, we have we've already announced that Pick and Pop will be back. They're an up and coming tag team in the okay. Chicago oh. land area. Darius Luttrell and uh, Coda Hernandez. We've announced Lady Luck, uh, so she'll be she'll She's be awesome. having her first uh, appearance. The party unicorn. And uh, so, so, Kids and then we also, we also, um, one of the, my favorites um, in, in wrestling so far that I've come across and his story is just incredible is uh, Zach Allen, uh, former WWE okay, yeah. superstar. So he'll be making his debut for us. Uh, and uh, Zach is an incredible talent and we're just great stories. So we're excited cool. to have Zach by us. And uh, I imagine we'll see him several times at, at, at second wrestling over the years. Cool. Well, so oh. card subject to change. We know. Hey, this card is, subject to change, and we're not. Always. We're not it, done. This, this we're not done happen. announcing talent. Yeah. And, I mean, uh, yeah. yeah. Like, like we said, so we just too. we just got back from a show in Iowa, and Sammy Callahan's promotion. He literally came out, kind of told us, "It's like I we had all this stuff planned. COVID, weather, this, this. I've got we got these things still happening, but everything else is brand new. Surprises all night long. So I mean, it's it's just the world we live in, y'all. So um, yeah, it was what two matches you held together, and everything else was. It was the main event. There was Jonah versus uh, Brian Cage, which oh my god, that match! 
Did the wow. ring hold up? That's a heavyweight. Rarely. That's a heavyweight. There, there was a superplex where we all were iffy on if it was going to make it. <laughs> yeah. That was a lot of man. A lot well, of man I mean, meat in there. They had surprise all over the place. But, you know, yeah. it's, it's going to be that way. for you know. So, yeah, cards have to change. But it sounds like an awesome evening. Um, let me ask you this, you know. I mean, sure, you could put out there, you know, big names. You want to get, you know, you want to get, um, you know, the biggest, you know, Hangman Adam Page or who you know whoever else is there, but you know thinking about like as you're going forward in second wrestling here, you know still still in his first year, you know who are some of the people that you think would like to get, you know that you know realistically you know you think would be a good fit for the promotion that you think would add good storylines to what you guys got going on for the near future. Who are some people that you haven't worked with before that you'd like to bring in? Yeah, so, I mean, obviously, you know, if I, as many times as I can have Cole Cabana, I'll have him back. Uh, Cole's awesome. You know, he's, he's Cole's just awesome. the best. But there's, uh, who, who if I just, like, dream booking? You know, we I think we'd love to figure out a way to get Orange Cassidy uh, on our show. Uh, I oh, think kids he, love him. Yeah, I think they would just eat it up. I, um, you know, as a rabbi, obviously MJF is like the guy I would love to have. I'm not sure he's so kid friendly. <laughs> he's not kid friendly, he, but he, yeah, he'll, he'll be on the you. Sodom and Gomorrah uh, uh, so. <laughs> introductory study in the Sodom and Gomorrah. Yes. So, so um, you know, Orange Cassidy is definitely up there. Uh, you know, someone who's back on, and we did talk. He's going to be out of the country. Someone we we did talk to about this show is Scotty Tuhati. I would love to have oh, okay. him, him mm-hmm. on our show. Um, you know, there's some there's some smaller guys who, um, you know, wrestlers out there who I think would be a lot of fun. I think Heather Monroe would be great. Oh uh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a big fan of Royce Isaacs. Um, o- over the years, I think he's been great. Um, there's some others, even you know, uh, there's a guy named Jackson Stone in 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 Texas who um, I think would be nice for this crowd. Uh, so we we've you know. Um, Jaden Newman, who I have worked with before, but uh, can really go. JDX, who is now in Atlanta. JDX is amazing. Amazing. Yes. Um, and, you know, Alex Zane is someone else we'd, we'd oh, like yeah. to work with. We and met Alex just, Zane. Um, yeah. Yeah, he's great. And we, we've talked to a lot of these people. But as you said, you know, Chicago in March, there's a lot of ifs there. And mm-hmm. um, if we can find people who can drive... Uh, that that's great. You know, um, uh, we, I could see us bringing in Yellow Dog and um, Cold Stone, um, Tim Boston uh, from from Omaha, and you know, there's 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 others that are um, you know not too far that we that we have our eye on. Uh, um, Kayla Cassidy who's who, who's in Indianapolis. There's there's a good oh, yeah. handful of people. What about that, the Martin brothers. The Martin brothers. <laughs> Dante and Darius. So, so <laughs> yes, when Darius is, is back, for sure, we would like to have top flight. Uh, they are they're always on our list. I mean, that's, that's an They're I mean, hot right they, now, so I, if, I get it. Yeah, tough, if they're but, not yeah. on your list, you're not watching wrestling. Exactly. Um, right. What's really amazing, uh, you know, so I could obviously go down the list of AEW. You know, someone I would love to, you know, who I just think has, you know, he's starting to do some stuff out there, which is really exciting to someone like me who, Wants to work with you. Every time, uh, the, you know, it's sad, obviously, when WWE releases these people and they lose their income and their jobs, right? right. Of course. I, I don't make light of it in any way, but I always text 
uh, canon right after. I'm like, okay, here's my card. And I just name all the cards. <laughs> so it's so like you're out of mind. So, so, but you know, there's someone who's an AEW, like someone like Santana. I'm not sure he's necessarily the best fit for like a super kids um, show, but I'm just a huge fan of his. Uh-huh. You know, I don't know that um, LAX, whatever we want to call him, Santana Ortiz, ever splits up. They may be a tag team for life. But if that guy's ever given a singles push, there's no reason he can't be the AEW champion. He's just, he's got it all. So, so really you know, yeah. But I think if I was to pick that dream guy for us, I think I, I could see it being. Okay, that'd be cool. Thing. Cool. Interesting. Yeah. Not, not, not who I would have picked. So I would have, that's cool. I mean, I think, you know, I, I, I think it'd be cool too, you know. We have very distinct flavors of wrestling that we prefer the most between Jamie and I. Jamie yeah. likes very technical matches. He's a submission hound. I made him a Lion Tamer t-shirt because he's had a three and a half, almost four year feud <laughs> with a with a Jeremy Wyatt here in Kansas City uh, to get him to do a Lion Tamer. It's 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 going swimmingly for yeah. Jamie because he hasn't got one, but he's got under his No, skin. JDX, JDX gave me one for Christmas. That was my Christmas very, present. Very <laughs> brief. It was fantastic. Um, but, and I'm very much a flippy spinny guy. I like, you know, I like Lucha. He's like, Jamie's more Japanese right i like more of the mexican flavor you know so flippy spinny stuff um i've been super impressed i know someone someone newer to my knowledge i've only really seen here in the past like month or two we got to see live is uh uh speedball mike bailey dude is amazing um you know but like him and that's why i love that's why i always i love the martins i know are in such demand but i love them um i just you know i think that's I think every well, show needs more flippy spinny stuff. Just if we go that route, I mean, my one of my favorite, uh, he's on the shelf right now, to watch is Ray Phoenix. Uh, I saw him at that first indie show that I went to, and when my kids come and they don't like AEW, I always say, okay, but you got to watch Ray Phoenix because he, yes. he's exceptional. I, what he does in the in-ring. He's not human. Think, exactly. He just <laughs> And it's a really horrible accident. It sounds like he's going to be okay, thank goodness. What's but, a broken uh, He's, yeah, but but less time, I think, he's going to be on the shelf. Okay. And so, obviously, if we could get someone, you know, but these are, again, these are, you know, thinking out loud. And um, I'm sure there's a lot of independent wrestlers who would love a shot at Ray Phoenix as well. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, kids also like Jurassic Express would be fun. I mean, there's a <laughs> lot you can do there for, for the kids. And, um, do you, do you go into them thinking more about making it for, just as a good, you know, card, good match? Do you go in, do you, are you looking at this as like trying to get specific things for kids? Maybe not for the whole show, but maybe like I, this match is going to be really good for the kids, I think. Do you go into it with that mindset? I, my mindset is to have at least one match on the card for everybody. Okay. So, you know, for those who, you know, this show is a little more complicated because the because sh- three, you know, half the show is already re- is already booked by the by the tournament. Yeah. So this one's been a little more complicated in the things I want to do. Um, I also try to have local talent because I want to give them an opportunity. Yeah. I also am trying to give at least one new, at least one new wrestler who just reaches out to me a spot on the card, which. Okay. A lot of promoters will tell you me is crazy, and that's fair. They have more experience. But if I make that calculated uh, risk and put them in the right spots, um, you know, because what does everyone, every independent wrestler want for the most part? 
Come on, opportunity. Come on, exactly. And if every wrestler, you know, imagine I was an independent wrestler, which I was never, but imagine I couldn't get a spot on any show besides the promotion I was trained until I was, well, how do I grow? How do I, how do I challenge myself? And so, you know, the, fir the first show, uh, that was uh, Corey O'Neill and Shane Black. Two guys never wrestled in Chicago. Um, Shane, I happen to know from my time at First Wrestling. But, um, but, you know, Corey was a great example. It just got me at the right time. Uh, every Monday, I watch any match that's sent in to me. I, even if I think it's going to be garbage, I watch it. Um, and I give the person a chance. And, uh, you know, at this point, some of the, you know, and what I would say to people who want a spot on Second Wrestling, which, which we are open to doing, is like, understand our brand. We are kid-focused. So as I said to you guys, like <laughs> I click on your match and it is blood and guts, or I click on your match and you are, you're cutting a promo about things that I don't want my kids, <laughs> your four daughters and my two daughters to hear. <laughs> yeah. It ain't getting on the show. Right. And I appreciate your time and I appreciate your craft. And that might be something I want to watch, but that's not the show I'm producing. Cool. Yeah. Like perfect example at, one of the shows that Journey Pro put on, they did one that was outside, and it's called Weekend and Journeys. It was a, it was a fun show. Is that a baseball it was, a softball diamond? It was yeah, cool. I saw yeah. the flyer for that. It was great. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, so Weekend was, Journeys. That's the one that was at the Weekend park. Journeys. Sorry. Yeah, it was at Lincoln. Yeah, it was at Lemonade Park, and it was their, their first family friendly show. Like it was their first family friendly and the middle of the day. It, I, I middle still have, of the day. I still have sunburn lines from it. It, and I have to give a shout. Like the kids w loved a few of the wrestlers. Kenny Alfonso is the first one that comes to my mind. I don't know if you've ever heard of Kenny. He is amazing, and he's gonna be a big name someday. And like, it's just fun to see that kind of thing. Like the kids gravitate towards this guy naturally and organically. And it's just like, man, I I, I see what you're saying. Like, because they're getting that opportunity, especially in front of kids. And, and that's what they want. Like kids wanted to get their picture with them. It's like, man, that is so cool. You know, <laughs> so that, I mean, that is what was really, you know, a lot of new faces, a lot of new fans. There wasn't, and I admittedly, there wasn't like a ton of, I don't believe a ton of merch sold. Cause I think people didn't know what to do. And they've only seen these people on one show. But there were highlights that if you watch, I mean, obviously Cole Cabana, every, everyone wanted to meet Cole Cabana. But Aaron Corbin was in a minimum two-minute shouting shut-up match with kids in the audience, back and forth, <laughs> back and forth. And um, one person went up to the venue and said, this is the best thing you've ever run here. The best thing. They've been open for wow. 50, 30 years because the interaction, the kids were so excited. Um, the toys we handed out, you know, kids running around. Uh, talking to the wrestlers, you know, someone like Free Range Kara was so great with the crowd. Um, there's a guy here, uh, Alfonso Gonzalez, who was on the show. He's an up-and-comer uh, that we also, you know, were, were excited about. And, and, and he gave some um, excitement there, too. So there was a lot of that. You know, they're, they're, we're bringing in the right people, I think, to do that. And, you know, depending on where we are in the next couple of weeks with, you know, we, we, we've had a lot of wrestlers that we've basically said, I can't book anyone else at this point because until the uptick goes down and people start, you know, people are going to certain things, but they're not necessarily going to house shows and there's been a lot of shows canceled. Mm -hmm. So, yep. so if, if, if we can see that decline in the next two weeks, we'll ramp that up a little bit, hopefully put out some more names out there, but we've cool. stopped 
we've stopped for the moment, and we have a great core that no matter what we can work with. Right. We well, got enough time too, though. You know, yeah. hopefully everything you know, knock on wood. So yeah, right. hopefully yeah. it starts going down. Omicron starts going down, and yeah. things start to level out, and people can just enjoy their normal lives again. <laughs> for the most part. All right. Well. <laughs> Jamie, did you have uh, uh, any sort of variants of our favorite games prepared? Because well, thinking, you kind of went kinda... down the path with the fantasy booking. All I right, kind of so wanted to when go he there. gets there, uh, just so you know. So this is what we do. So um, whenever we have guests on, well, J- Jamie and I do this anyway, just kind of by ourselves. But uh, Jeremy, whenever we have guests on, we like to play what we like to call the impossible games. So we have a couple of things here. Some impossible choices for you to make live in front of the internet and the world to see. So okay. I'm going to let Jamie take it away and kind of lay it out for you and give you one. I have another one, too, that I'll pull out. But, Jamie, why don't you start? All right. So you're an old-school wrestling fan. Um, so we are going to play a fun little game called Feud, Faction, or Fire. So basically you can feud with this, this individual. You can faction with them or... Yes. Me personally? You, you personally. Or they get Thanos out of existence, they're fired, they're no longer right. in the wrestling business ever it's, again. It's a variation of the uh, the uh, love, marry, marry, kill. So. Kiss, marry, kill. Yeah. Kiss, yeah. marry, kill. Um, all right. So, MJF, Colt Cabana, Victoria. <laughs> just, just, just pull well, I, love, I, love all, Let's go. I love all these people. Uh, he name dropped them earlier. I, that's why I used yeah, it. and I have you did. I, I did inter- the great Rubino. If you want to go back before he was a star, I did interview MJF. Uh, the other two, I, I know. So, so, well, I can't not faction with Colt Cabana. That would just be too fun. Exactly. Um, yeah, you have to, and and. Um, I think we would, uh, the rabbi and Colt would, would do fairly well together. I, and who doesn't want to feud with MVF? I mean, everyone right. wants to feud with them. Well, you know, so unfortunately, in this case, and it may be this case only, would I fire Victoria, but I am a huge fan. That is, that is only <laughs> because you took, like, my two of my three favorite wrestlers of all time and put them in the same game. So. I know. That's, <laughs> that's the point. Like, if it would have been Macho Man and not Victoria, I would have, I probably would just shut off the screen. I don't know if I could. <laughs> well, then we'll change oh, it to Macho you the wrong, Man. You went the wrong way, dude. You went the wrong way. I was way. thinking about doing Mach. It's like, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, with Victoria. Yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you. That's the exact yeah. same way I go. Okay. Colt, Colt is like the best human like I've ever met I mean, at a wrestling yeah, show. Yeah, we were like we were kind of like somehow just by happenstance ended up like hanging out with him before all out because they had the little side party jobber mm-hmm. over there at the arena and where we were standing watching the show is kind of where Colt's like setup area was. So we just kind of just hung out with Colt. And he did his radio show and then came back over and yeah. started signing audiographs and stuff. It, it, he's such the nicest, the nicest guy there. Is. Fun fun fact, I was there too. You prob we we definitely saw each other some way or another. You know? So I, I had the most I, fun of that thing. I didn't think I was going to like that at all. That little side party was probably my favorite thing of the whole weekend. So great story. I was supposed to go to that with a buddy. He canceled it as like I was on my way there. Okay, to the to the side party. Right. I came, he could make the show. 
we actually ended up getting box seats to the show. A friend called. He's like, Ooh. listen, I got I got extra room in the box because of COVID. We're like, oh, we can sit by ourselves. And I, so we did it. But at that show, I went over. So I was an athlete a little bit in high school. So um, a lot of wrestling fans are not athletes when they are in high school. Let's put it that way. And yeah, um, went over. There was a dunk tank where you could dunk the, the, the gun club. Yeah. yeah. And meet Billy. So I was like, oh, I'll take I want love a picture for my collection of Billy Gunn. So you throw the ball. The first one I throw, I threw it so hard, it knocked him in, even though I didn't hit the thing. And they all look at me like, okay, well, we've had one guy who could throw here today. <laughs> so it was like, I was like, oh, well, maybe this is, maybe I shouldn't throw the rest of these, these balls. Funny story. I was, I was vaping just off to the, t- to the right <laughs> of that when that happened. Yeah, I was standing just a little bit away. Yeah. You you were in line to get me because it was your turn to buy beer and water. So you came back with yeah. like beer and water for us, and I was standing over there. And we saw that small world, go. very small. <laughs> and then well, I uh, got in a shouting match with JD Drake over what barbecue is better, Kansas City or uh, North Carolina barbecue or South Carolina still going barbecue. on Whoa. too. By that the way, should, that's, should that's, go. that's still going on. Yeah. It was funny. Well, my 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 impossible game is going to have a, a, a precursor question because we didn't really dive too much into you know other than wrestling you know but um, would you consider yourself a movie guy or a music guy if you had to choose uh, one movies you're a movie man all right so here's the question you are on a uh, abandoned island for the rest of your, your life right and there's other people there with you but you are there and you are in charge of entertainment because there is a tv and on this tv are very specific rules you get to choose a movie that'll run continuously all day every day until the end of time and then a movie that'll play once through once a year what are those two movies if I could choose one movie that would play all the time movie you could watch whenever you wanted basically well you know it sounds cliche to do this I might say if it it, Endgame because there's just so many different characters I'm a big Marvel fan it's not my favorite of all time, but uh, if I was going to play a movie continuously, it's got to have some intrigue, some humor, different characters, some fantasy, some Easter eggs, right? If I'm going to play one movie once a year, mm, I'm going to say Rounders. Ooh, oh, I love Rounders. I just movie. watched it such the other day. Oh, you did? Oh, that's such a good movie. It is. It check, really check, is. check. Chick all night long. <laughs> oh, yeah. Love that movie. As a, as a poker player, I, yep, yep. And I think right it's a good it. balance to Endgame, where, like, once a year, there's something, like, different, but it's interesting, mm-hmm. and there's different characters. The character, I mean, it's one of the most incredibly act, like, the performances in those movies from all of them are just, yeah. you know, another poker movie that I love is Molly's Game. Um, okay, yeah. Aaron Sorkin. Mm-hmm. If you haven't seen that, you should definitely. See I like it. I like to pick a video game too because it's like personally, uh, as a giant nerd that I am, um, you know, with my Star Wars and Batman tattoos, um, <laughs> <clears throat> you know, I think it, I think Infinity War is the better movie, and but I think Endgame has got the better ending on it. Yeah. So, I I that's a movie to play the, all the time. I get what you're. I get what you're I almost. I actually think it's the second best 
Marvel movie of all time behind the newest Spider-Man. I thought the newest Spider-Man, the only flaw in the newest Spider-Man was that it was the Sinister Five. I mean, they could have just easily made it the Sinister Six. I don't know. But there's got to be a reason they didn't. There were rumors that Venom was supposed to be in the film the whole time. Well, they um, keep they keep dangling this Venom's connected. He's not yeah. connected. You know, the Tom Hardy Venom. Who? Well, now we it, know that that Venom is in the MCU because he left behind uh, uh, the symbiote. But but there's right. it, it. The movie was just so good, and uh, I saw it twice the first weekend. And there's a reason it's the only movie that like made money during the pandemic <laughs> and made like pre-pandemic money. I mean, yeah, because it was, it was that, it was that good. good. And, 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 you know, Black Widow was good, but it wasn't that good. It wasn't, um, no. Yeah, I, so I mean, I liked, I liked Black Widow. I liked Eternals, you know? I didn't think Eternals was that bad. It was, it was I want to see, I want to wait till we see Eternals somewhere else to judge how it went. That's what, it felt to me like, and I told this a little bit to Jamie we were talking about, it felt to me like it was a good start, Right. Is right. it's not necessarily in, in a, like a backstory like they did for six different movies of the same character, right? You know where you know Doctor Strange is is, is Iron Man right. one on weed, and you know uh, <laughs> Captain Marvel is Iron Man but with women. You know it's not the same thing over and over again. Which those are fine movies. It's just you know it's the same thing. It didn't feel like that. It felt like its own story, but it it definitely felt like there's more to be told with it. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. I mean, I'm also a Batman fan, but I'm not a big DC. I'm not the DC movies. Wonder Woman was great. Aquaman was good. Well, my um, argument has always been this, and Jamie knows this. I've been a staunch defender of this, you know, because I truly believe that, you know, because the Marvel Cinematic, Marvel Studios, the way they've done it, Marvel Cinematic Universe, so Marvel movies, Marvel, their, their, their properties are substantially better than the DC Cinematic Universe, but I personally think that dc comics are a lot better than marvel comics yeah you know the the the, the christian bale batmans are amazing mm-hmm. they're amazing batman's um, also an outlier as it comes to dc and i'm stupid excited to see uh, uh robert pattinson that movie looks i, I agree i think sick. and i think he'll be very good I, i'm not an affleck fan of of his batman nope. but I, you know, I, I, yeah. I really like peacemaker the TV show, it's been great. I haven't watched it yet. I haven't seen that yet. I've been waiting. It's been yeah. great. And, uh, you know, so this newest Suicide Squad it was, was good. I've yeah, it, I think it was I think it was the second or third best DC of this. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not so excited about, you know. So anyways, I'm a much bigger MCU fan. I watch all those, Agreed. like. Rumor shows and all that kind of stuff. But they're, they're so they're so much better. And and, and you know, do you have yeah. and I don't know if you have Disney Plus or not? But if you watch the uh, the, the the shows, all of it. Loki, every was, everything was amazing. amazing. I mean, they're all they're all pretty good. But Loki was just yeah. Well, yeah. it was think, miles above the rest of them. And I thought oh, so I thought for Wanda. me. Well, I thought Wanda, like Wanda? was really slow, but Wanda then the, the ending the ending of Wanda was amazing. But. Like from start to finish, Loki was probably the best all the way or all well rounded for me. Um, and then honestly, the one that was like all gas but not a whole lot of plot was um, the Falcon, the Winter Soldier. I felt like that was just straight just gas. Like we're gonna give you lots of action because Wanda <laughs> gave you lots of plot, you know. Right. And then the, 
the healthy I, mixture of Loki. Yeah, it was. I liked it, but I still. I think Wanda. You know what? Wanda had me so hooked as like, what's going to happen? Which is what you. I really want from, like, what they did at the end of Spider-Man to play the teaser for Doctor. I was like, oh, I'm in. And even the Eternals, <laughs> like, to to introduce Blade that way. Awesome. Right. So just so minutely. I am stupid excited yeah. for Blade. We will, we, will, we will get into more nerd stuff later. I know we were going <laughs> on a serious tangent here, but that's okay. All you listening, are, you're nerds anyway. You just you're, Maybe yeah. you're more wrestling nerds than, than other nerds. <laughs> we will get you. We'll rope you in. So, all right. So we ought to take this time here. Uh, thank you for playing the Impossible Games. A- aptly named, right? Um, but, uh, uh, Jeremy, we like to turn it over to you. Now is your time. It's Plug City. Plug away. Plug away. So, uh, you can follow Second Wrestling at Second Wrestling. Second with a two. Second with a two instead of an S. Um, at, um, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, we have just started up a YouTube page a couple weeks ago. Uh, we'll eventually probably be on TikTok, but I just don't have the time. Uh, that's just the truth. Yeah. Um, you can find me at Rabbi Jeremy Fine, mostly on Twitter uh, or on my Facebook page, um, and then um, and then you you know my website, The Great Rabino. If you have any interest in Jews and sports, that's the place to go. It's one of the only places to go. So um, <laughs> that's there you uh, go. But more and most importantly, with Second Wrestling, we have our big show. Our next big show, Flood Zone, on March the 6th. Uh, doors are at 1, shows at 2. It's an afternoon show. Uh, we'll be in Northbrook, Illinois. Same venue, different, um, same location, different venue. They have two spots. We're not using the gym. We're using more of this, this other kind of cool room, uh, which we think will be a little bit more intimate. And um, like we said, Zach Gowan, Eric Cannon, uh, Dak Draper, Laney, uh, Laney Luck, uh, a whole host of characters uh, who will be there, talent, um, perfect, and, and of course, Billy Starks and Riley Jackson as well, so we can't forget about them, and then we'll, we'll crown that, we'll put that beautiful belt on someone, and then uh, see where it goes. There you go. Tickets? Tickets are on Eventbrite. Uh, front row, I think, is $30, and general admission is 20 I think. I believe that's um, right from the from what I saw here. Yeah, I think it's, it's 20. And, um, of course, if you've never been out, it's a great thing to just bring the kids. I mean, that's that's the kind of cool piece is that we're doing something a little different. And uh, there's a lot of great wrestling promotions in Chicago, a lot of great wrestling promotions. Uh, we're just hopefully to be in the mix. That's uh, really our goal. For those of you watching, links for everything he just mentioned down below if you're listening to us. Spotify, Apple, Amazon, wherever. Just go to our YouTube. Go to look, look, Total Spot Fest Wrestling Podcast on YouTube. I'll have them all listed down below there. Or use your Google Foo. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Well, that's well we thank got. you very much. Oh, I, I really all appreciate right. it. Of course. Thank you, guys. Again, if you're ever coming to Chicago, let me know. Um, whatever you do, if you tag Second Wrestling, we'll, we'll share it. We'll, I'm a big... Uh, I'm a big I had my own podcast. It's a sad story, but um, I mean, podcast was great. I was building up, and my dream was to basically have Bob Saget on the show. Mm. And I had him. And he was my last guest. Wow. And so if you want to hear Bob Saget as a human being, not just as a comedian or Danny Tanner, 
uh, go to my, my podcast, The Religion of Human Nature, and watch him as a real person. And he is everything that you are hearing about. Um, that's awesome. And so, yeah, so that's what, that was the last time I did the podcast because we still haven't been set up. And now I don't know that I ever want to record again because he was just, or, or that show, like he was just. I mean, that's, that's a good note to end on if you do decide. Yeah, right, exactly. I mean, I said to my wife, she's like, if you could have anyone, I'm like, Bob Saget or Michael Jordan? Well, I got one of them. I don't think Jordan's coming <laughs> out. Anyways, so, um, yeah, the podcast, is, that's kind of dumb. But if you, it's really, I, I think it's a really great. He still listen to it. That link's down below, yeah. too. Do all the links, people, please. Okay. please. <laughs> oh, we're still recording. We're still recording. We are oh, still yeah. going. Yeah, no, we're almost done oh. here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, Good. the next half hour is going to be more promotion. No, I'm <laughs> kidding. Yeah. No, but uh, if, if you want your own uh, Total Spot Fest tea, of course, totalspotfest.com. Go to the merch table. So, thank you for your time. Please give Second Wrestling a follow. Give them a shout. If you're in the Chicagoland area, going to be in the Chicagoland area, want to go see a show in Chicago that's family-friendly, Check it out, March 6th. Uh, tickets available and more dates in the future. Thank you for your time. We do appreciate it. We wish you best of luck with everything. Hope to see you very soon. Jamie, why don't you take us home? All right, ladies and gentlemen, if you are not down Total Spot Fest, I have three words for you. Flood zone, baby. <laughs> it's a hyphenated word, but it counts. It does. All right, guys, see you next time. Peace.